0: when I would text with somebody and try to engage from a dating standpoint, I was getting just short answers back. So this was really one of the first times where I had someone on the other end that was giving me the time of day. And so this was the first time where I had felt head over heels for someone that I had never even met. You know, Christmas morning when you wake up and you're just super excited to open your gifts, it was that feeling inside, where I was just excited to wake up that day and have the opportunity to talk to somebody that actually cares about me. If you've ever
1: fallen in love, a lot of that will sound familiar. You know the thrill of a new relationship, the excitement of those first text messages, and the joy and relief of finding that one special person who accepts you for who you are. But have you ever fallen in love with a 13-year-old, someone I know once did, and it tore his life apart. By the time it was over, there were two university suspensions, high school and middle school suspensions, a federal court case, a few broken hearts, and a story probably quite unlike whatever it is you're expecting. By the time it was over, this person was humiliated, alienated, ostracized, and yet somehow exonerated of all blame. I've never heard a story like this before, and I doubt you have either. There were lies, videotapes, and a generous helping of foul play. Our story begins with a man walking into a movie theater in Noblesville, Indiana, 22-year-old Brent Allred. Brent is shy, self-effacing, and a junior at nearby Ball State University. He's meeting a woman here, or rather, a girl, for the very first time. They've been talking for six months now, and today he's wearing the appropriate amount of overpriced cologne a button-down shirt, black leather shoes, and he's holding a pair of movie tickets for the two of them that he bought in advance for this day. And this in itself is normal enough. This is how people date in 2011. You meet someone online, and then you really meet them in public, in order to see how you hit it off. It's who is waiting for Brent that makes this story unusual. Her name is Ashley. She's a pretty, blonde, all-American girl. She's also underage. A long string of intimate messages, increasingly romantic and increasingly suggestive, has led to this moment. These messages are saved on Ashley's phone, and will surface as evidence in the investigation to come. But on this day at the theater, Brent's heart is light and full of hope. He thinks he might have met the one. I asked Brent what he thought when he first saw Ashley's picture online in her Facebook profile.
0: Yeah, she was cute, man, super cute. The blonde hair, the American dream looking girl. She was just somebody that I thought I'd get along with just by looking at the picture, just looked really friendly, open, and fun.
1: I asked him how he first reached out to Ashley.
0: So what was interesting is that she connected with me First. So I was actually pretty excited about this because this wasn't a dating platform. It was actually directly through Facebook and it was more personal. When she added me, I just added her back. And I think it was kind of the next day I got a message with just, hey, how's it going? Of course, you know, me being, you know, that. Enthusiastic, you know, energetic guy. I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing really well. How about yourself? And I tried to engage in conversation because I thought she was cute and I was single. I was, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is my chance. Maybe this, maybe this is my shot to finally find love. To be honest with you, I've always kind of been. A little bit overweight in high school. I was that awkward teenager. I wasn't really popular. I wasn't really the jock. I was the music nerd. I was that guy that was, in a sense, everybody's friend, but I didn't really belong in any one area. I never was really successful dating. As a matter of fact, I didn't date anybody through high school. I didn't actually have my first girlfriend until my freshman year of college. There was always people that I was interested in, but I was either too afraid to ask or I felt like they were out of my league. So the fact that I had this really pretty girl right there in front of me and she was actively engaging with me and she made that first move automatically. I was really excited about that. But, you know, at the start, I kind of had those little thoughts on the back of my mind. It was more or less, well, I want to get to know her, you know, I want to get to know who she is. And so I just opened up the floor to start asking questions. And I just remember the conversation starting to be pretty aggressive and flirtatious in a way on her end. And of course me being a guy, I was going right back at it you know just in my own little way but for months that's all that happens
1: the two never meet and for whatever reason ashley never suggests it brent's okay with this for now things are going so well and he doesn't want to mess things up by making her feel rushed or pressured
0: so we had been messaging on Facebook for probably 2 or 3 months. None of it was engaging in, you know, hey, let's, you know, let's get together and it was more or less us just getting to know each other. And it lasted for, you know, 2 or 3 months. We were we were messaging each other just about every day, if not every day, and so we cultivated this great relationship with each other online. It was Heartfelt, I started to feel for her and, you know, some of the situations that were brought up, you know, just typical life things, you know, people struggling, people just just being there for someone as as a human being. We weren't really actively engaging in any type of sexual or romantic interest on Facebook. It wasn't until we transitioned over into the phone world where we basically exchanged numbers where things started to get a little bit more personal. Things started to kind of heat up a little bit.
1: We are relying on Brent for chunks of this story, but that doesn't mean we're accepting any of it at face value. This is an investigative podcast and we investigate. Any part of his story that we are able to disprove, we will disprove. And our longtime listeners know exactly how that would go. As he described his relationship with Ashley, Brent explained the transition from Facebook Messenger to private phones. And it's worth paying extra attention here because this will prove to be an important step forward in Brent's relationship with Ashley, and a pivotal moment in this story.
0: Facebook, even at that time, it still, even though we're on like an instant messenger, it still feels like it's open to the public. I think when the transition moved over to the phone, that's when things started to kind of heat up a little bit. We started to attract feelings for each other at least I did that was that tipping point of she's really actively engaging me and we're having these conversations back and forth and it's every day most conversations are especially online so you might be friends online but you're not talking to each other every day in the back of my mind it's like here I have someone actively engaging with me is truly interested in me And kind of going back to that principle of always kind of being a bigger guy, not necessarily the best looking guy in the world, which kind of made me a little bit socially awkward to begin with the fact that someone was actually talking to me and engaging me. That was incredibly pretty in my eyes. I was, I was all for it. I was super excited. I was just like, yes, this is great. This is what I've been looking for. You know, I think however
1: we feel about what we've heard so far, we all do on some level know what Brent means, When he talks about looking for someone who makes us feel seen and appreciated for who we are, I don't think I really need to tell anyone that this is the sort of thing that shouldn't ever be happening with an underage girl. But the vulnerability and the thrill of an online relationship is something I think most of us can relate to. I asked Brent how often they talked when things began,
0: and his words heating up. We engaged. And several conversations during the day, especially on the weekends, I remember messaging back and forth a lot during the day, and the exchanges were probably maybe every 15 minutes to half an hour where we get these messages back and forth. So it wasn't like completely instant, just like on Facebook, but when it transitioned over to the text messages, it was really heavy during the weekends, and then at night, we were talking all throughout the night, wee hours in the morning the relationship at that point just took this turn and i'm like this is actually going somewhere and i've created this great relationship with this person and i'm starting to get these feelings you know she's starting to get these feelings back and we kind of have this mutual agreement that we really care for each other and we want to kind of take this farther and so you know the text messages and that kind of thing things started to get what i would say a little A little spicy, you know? A little spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing crazy, but just the typical flirting back and forth. Those cute conversations that turn you on, you know? Now that they're having these, quote,
1: cute conversations, Brett wants to meet. Each time he suggests this, Ashley changes the subject. Or she's working, or out of town. But
0: one way or another, their meeting is postponed. And so I started kind of pushing towards that meeting, and I noticed a little bit of resistance, which was kind of interesting. I would attempt to meet up with her, but there would always either be a lapse in communication. I wouldn't get a text message back, or the text might be avoided, or it'd be kind of, yeah, maybe we, we could do that sometime. That'd be kind of cool. But it was this playful back and forth of, should we do it? should we not? And all the while I was just super excited that she was even interested in me in the first place to actually want, want to engage and want to hang out with me and it seemed like she was wanting to, but I thought she was just kind of playing hard to get.
1: At this point, Brent and Ashley have reached the place in their relationship where they're frequently talking deep into the morning. Finally, she agrees to meet for a movie at the AMC IMAX at Hamilton Town Center in noblesville west of
0: muncie i was saying i love you every night especially you know before we go to bed now i don't remember what movie it was that we agreed to see but i remember she was super excited to see the movie and so was i and we were planning this this night out for maybe you know a week and a half or so we were super excited about this because she was like yeah we can meet on the weekend we can go out to eat Brent offers to pick Ashley up so they can drive to the theater
1: together and talk for the first time in person on the way. She'd rather meet there. She doesn't have a car right now, but she'll have someone drop her off. So he goes to the theater alone, and he waits in the lobby for her to
0: arrive. I had bought both of our tickets and I get a text message basically saying, hey, I'm running a little bit late, I'm sorry, and I'll be there here as soon as I can. I'm about 10 minutes away. Ashley's ride had gotten hung up somewhere and she was waiting to hear back from them. I didn't wanna miss the first part of the movie so I went in there and you know, just watched the first part of the movie and I got the text message saying, hey, I'm here, you know, I'm here. I was like, okay, I'll be out to get you. I'll walk out, I'll get your ticket and stuff. This moment has been six months
1: in the making These two have talked for hundreds of hours, they've shared things, they have private jokes, they've texted endlessly, but this will be the first time
0: they ever hear each other's voice. I was really nervous. I was dressed up, not full suit and tie, you know, type of thing, but I had a nice dress shirt on. I was really excited to meet her. One of those moments where I felt like I was finally getting somewhere in the dating world. And I was like, this is cool. This is great. I've got someone that's actually actively pursuing me versus me actively pursuing someone else, which has always been the case. I've always gone after somebody versus someone going after me. So the fact that she was the one who suggested that we we continue our conversation. I don't know if I remember if she suggested the movie or not, but we were both kind of in this agreement that we, we see each other. This is like leading up to this, this, this movie point was like months in the work. We're, we're talking probably close to four to five months of just talking online before we actually made that engagement to actually meet with each other. But as you can imagine, I had all kinds of ideas of what we might do. Are we gonna hold hands? Are we gonna kiss? Are we gonna do something more, you know? Back in my mind, I was like, well, maybe we can get a hotel or maybe she can come back to my place, you know? It'll be fun. But it won't be
1: fun. When Ashley texts again, the movie is half over. And as he leaves his seat to meet her, his life is about to change. If you've seen the popular television series To Catch a Predator, you know what happens next. The pretty blonde Brent's been texting is not the one waiting for him in the lobby, it's two men with cameras, pointed right at him, with a message for their invisible audience, Brent Allred is a pedophile. It takes a moment for him to realize what's happening, later he'll say he went numb, almost as if he blacked out on his feet, he'll also say that he's not what they say he is, and that this is all one big misunderstanding because of course he will. Complicating Brent's case is the fact that those aforementioned spicy texts were logged by the hundreds into the phone of an underage girl whose phone would soon be in police custody after they met her at her high school. Soon his life will unravel. Friends will fall away. He'll lose the career he's dreamed of since childhood. All the typical fallout you'd expect from a situation like this one, and of course, with Brent insisting all the while that this isn't what it looks like. But here's the thing, by the time this is over, many will agree with him.